So if we learn this is that a person has chayvase b'elam, a person has his private chayva, uh, his private tafkid in the world, which I spoke about in Shabbos also. A person's personal tafkid is to perfect himself. What are we up to? The beginning of Parakalif. A person's, a person's personal tafkid is to perfect himself. Abrams. Now, so how does a, how does a person bring himself to his shameless? So there's a balance of two different things. The one is internal. We spoke about this last time, and that is the good midrash and the bad midrash that Hashem gives a person it creates a balance, and a person has to use the good midrash to overcome the bad midrash, and that's the internal of it. But there's a second thing also. There's a second factor also which a person needs to use in order to reach Shlemus, and that is when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, presents him with from the outside. The experiences a person goes through, the people that a person meets, the situations that a person is put in, perhaps they're all there to help a person achieve their Shlemus. Just like the Nisiyonos of Avram. They weren't there randomly, they were put there to help Avram become great. And therefore this is the second Mahalach in how a person achieves Shlemus. And that is that... Uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will assist them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will put the situations in front of them that they need to overcome. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will meet, introduce them to the people who are there to inspire them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make the, the circumstances for them to rise to the challenge and become great. Of course, that's the second part of the Avodah. But again, the Ikka focus isn't therefore just what I'm meant to be doing clapping outside. It's the achievement of what a person himself grows from what he does. And we're going back to Avraham Avinu. There's, the ten Nisiyonis of Avram Avinu, a lot of them impacted tremendously on the world around him. It was Nisiyon to go and fight the four kings, and he did, and he destroyed four major armies that had a big impact on the world. If his Nisiyon was to throw out Yishmael, it made a big impact. If his Nisiyon was to bring in strangers or whatever it is into his home, or whatever Avram did, of course it influenced the world around him. But, then but it was there primarily for, to make Avram grow. Avram, the descendants of Avram were made Avram into Avram Avinu. And that's not just by Avram Avinu, there the Torah details it. But the experiences that Hashem puts in everybody's lives are really the, the ways to make him grow. Okay, of course, Akash Baruch also has his cheshpun of what that person has to do for the people around him, what he has to do for the world. But just give a simple mashal, right? The person that Hashem brings the person to marry. So, of course, a big part of marriage is. <laughs> of course, each partner impacts or influences the other one tremendously. But Lemaisa, it's also a means for each person, it's, it's a way for them to achieve Shlemus. The, the ability to always do chess with somebody else, the ability to not to get angry with somebody else, the ability to invite it to someone else, or any other matter that there's going to be, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a situation for a person to work on his own Shlemus. Of course, it affects other people also. Same thing children. Of course, a person is meant to teach his children, bring up his children, and make them great. But there's also an influence of the Maisa. That's the way that a person reaches his shlemus too. And therefore, again, the, the tafkir of a person isn't just outside. The tafkir of a person is also inside. And that is to work on himself. To use the tools that Shem gave him, to use the experiences that Shem gave him, to use opportunities that Shem gave him. That's all the chaylik of a person's own shlemus. 100%. We're talking about, just as an example, Shlemus and Chesed. So, of course, the person won't become Shalem in Chesed unless he does Chesed. That's the way to work on the Shlemus. 
So a person will need to find an avenue to do chesed in order to achieve his... Of course it's chesed for the other person he's doing it for. But Lema'is, it's, it's, it's developing his own shlamus too. And something in every other method. So there's a synthesis of both. But what I was saying is last time, I'm saying again, that the focus is only on outside. That a person only thinks that my tafkil is, how can I influence the world? And they lose sight of the fact of my tafkil is also, how am I going to influence me? How am I going to grow? And how am I going to use this to perfect myself? They're missing an equal part of the avoid. And i just to finish this point before I go back to Chazal say, on last week's passion, Noach. So it says, Eilat told us Noach, Noach is tzaddik. Right? Now, that's not told us Noach. The told us Noach, or Eilat told us Noach, shame from the office. Right? And Chazal say, that, why does it say Eilat told us Noach, Noach is tzaddik? It says, because the ikat tarad of a person is his mason tzaddik. Which means if you're going to read the pasuk, what was the ikat told of Noach? Noach is tzaddik. The, but more than that, he, ha- he brought up his children. Noach's primary, so to speak, su- success was he made himself into a new study. That was the the the, the, the that is the talada. That's what he produced. But so that's the side of the when he said chayvas That's actually tafi for a person. But now we have to go back to the beginning of the land and understand what the musician was trying to say with that. And he says she is it's not enough to know that a person has a chayva in the world. He has to have it clear. She is barer v'yisamit to the shaynis. It should be clear to a person and should be emes to a person what his chayva is. What his chayva is. And for the first line of the sefer, we can really stop here for a long time to try and work it out. Because the fact that a person has a tafkid, which means a person has a chaylik of himself to improve and perfect is possible. We all know it's going to be understood that, no one's going to argue with that. That's not enough. It's not enough that it, that's not the Yisrael and the Shorosh that he's speaking about. To know that a person has a tafkid that the water should be from him. What this, the Yisrael has to be that he knows what the tafkid is. She Yisbar V'Yisam it's Machivasa. He knows what his tafkid is. And there was not just the general terms that Hashem wants a person to, to improve himself. The more as a person understands what it is that he has to improve. And as we said last time, that if a person doesn't know themselves, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're working on. They don't know what they're working with. They don't know what their tools are. They don't know what they're coming to achieve. And therefore, an ikka part of the avayda, especially the chayva boy lami part of the, the person's avayda, is he should know what he's trying to achieve. Where, and we call das it's man. Just by himself. And therefore he understands what it is that our Kharish Baruch is wanting from him. What's the difference between Shayi Sparavi and Vyis Amis? Amis is Lashon Emes, that it's true to him. And Bayer is Lashon Skhetim. What's the difference between them? Now, the Avodah Samitis, which is the first part of what he spoke about, is something which needs Biru. A person needs to clarify for himself what is a good minister and what is bad minister. And why this needs clarity is because even when a person has very pronounced good or bad midas, right, it's not always clear to the person, firstly and simply, I'd say, it's not always clear to the person what's, how bad or how good it is. If a person, like we said, has to make a mishka of each midas, how bad, how much he has of it, how bad it is, how much it's influencing him, that's the first thing which doesn't borrow to a person. But the second thing also, and that is, love Dafka people see them, the chesonis as chesonis. 
A lot of people see Chesaronis as minus. They don't see it as negative, they see it only from the positive side. Dahainu. Um, a lot of people will tell you, if we would say that they're very stubborn, we would say they never give in to anything. A lot of people see that as a minor. I'm not a pushover. I can stand up for myself. Right? Now, what stage is it a good mirror? What stage is it a bad mirror? Right? So the first thing is a mirror of understanding what a person's mirrors are. Let's be clear to him. This is good. This is bad. This is a strong mirror about me. This is not such a strong mirror about me. That gives the person the starting point. He knows what he's working on. What's the next point? Let's be Amin says This is something Rabbi said in his Lashainus. And um, many other values are said in theirs, but this the basic underlying point is the, is the same, and that is it's shaykh to do. Yes. Shaykh, it's possible to do. And that if, if a person thinks, well I'm this, I'm so entrenched in this, I so much a part of it, I can never change. So in the Khrami, he's not going to be able to. There has to be amnest to a person that a shaykh to change. That's what it means? The emissary? Yes, it should be emissary person. That well, he can change. Or, or that he, should re- that he can reach Chayvasa Bailamai. That he can reach, he can reach the perfection she wants him to achieve. It's possible to get there. It's possible to get there. Right, so that's the first point. It's clear to the person what his Chayvasa Bailamai is. It's and the person, it's emissary by a person. That this is that. His, this is his chayva bayrama. He something he could achieve. It's not just minus. It's we call perfection. It's also minus. It's also minus. We're talking about the mile of av and the mile of vegas, the mile of yira. That's all part of what a says. What does Hashem want from this person? What does Hashem want him to become or to achieve? It could even be the amount of terror. It's also a person's chayva bayrama. Using his mind and using his skills, what does Hashem want him to learn? I think, what? Me? The Kalatai Rukura? It's missing in the Yisamis. Yes, it's Baruch wanted to achieve it. It's possible to do. Right. That's the first point. Now the second point. Ulamat Sarek Shiyasi Mabotai Umagamosai Bukhala Shawamal Koyimechayev. And then this is the the result of the first part. If it's clear to a person what Khaivasa Burama is, then the next point is. The Matayr Shiyasi Mabata, we should put his sides to Magamasa, his want, his drive for. In everything he does his whole life. And why is this important? This is what you talk about, the Kayakh of And that is, a lot of people want different things at different times. Right? And uh, that's a want which is coming from a person's midas. That's not the Kayakh of Israel. That's not the Kayakh of Israel. How can one tell what's a, what we call a real Ratsan, which is something very deep, and something which is part of his neshama, to something which is a passing desire based on the middle which is active right now? And the answer is, I was going to preface this with, this, with, a, with a story. Someone told me recently, he said, you know, he's been thinking about it a bit after having heard one of these Vaidim, and he hasn't yet found what his Ratsan is. Where is he going to find it? So I told him, that uh, I don't think you haven't found it. I think you have one. If a person has a rotsin, he doesn't have to look for it. He knows exactly what it is. And let's give you an example of what that means. Right? We mentioned uh, If he wanted something, it was something which stayed with him. It was something he woke up with and something he went to sleep with. And something he thought about the whole time. And something which was always on his mind. 
And he says and by himself David Amarech that even when I wasn't paying attention, Ragle Malikas is the Besamedrish. I found myself in the Besamedrish. My legs walk me there, so to speak. It was so much a part of the person. This is the this is the dream. This is the goal. This is what they're working on. There is something which is always on his consciousness. Masha and Kane. The kind of fleeting rust the person has like when he goes past an ice cream source, oh wow, I want an ice cream. But five minutes later he's forgotten about it. Or when he sees a Khan Kanyevsky and says, Oh wow, I want to be a godl of the Torah. And the next morning he's forgotten about it. That's not a rotsin. It doesn't it's nothing to do with the rotsin. Right now, there's something which appealed to me. Okay, why not? But is that a real drive that's pushing a person to be not? It's at the time he thinks about it, and he forgets about it. And even if it comes again and he thinks about it again and comes back and goes away, that's not a rotsin. A rotsin is something which is there always and it's strong enough that it bats and that becomes a person's focus. It doesn't have to be for Torah. Even in a non-Jewish world, even in a non-Torah environment, you can see if a person is focused on one goal, there's a difference to everything they do. They're just thinking about their goal. The person's all into his business. So whatever he's doing, he's thinking business. What can I sell? What can I buy? Who can I speak to? How is this person going to help me? What should I be thinking? When I have to... If that's the case, he's developed himself a rotten for his business. He's made it a rotten. It's something which doesn't just occur to him on occasion. It's something which is constantly occupying his thoughts and is constantly... It's always he's thinking about it. Or he's thinking about No, that's a bad rotten. Well, not so a bad rotten. It's not a Kurdish rotten. I'm just giving a marshal of you see what a rotten means. Now, that same concept of rotten is what we're talking about when musician put it so clearly. What a person should be looking to and thinking about in everything he does his whole life. He doesn't get sidetracked. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm working on. It never leaves my thoughts. This is always on my mind. That's what's called the real Ratzin. That's what's called the real Ratzin. And David said, That's the one thing I always thought about. That's always what interested me. And that's the real Ratzin. And therefore... The important thing is, even once you've decided what, the, what, what a person's chayvah ba'ilam is, a person can't forget about it, then leave it on the back burner. It, now it's meant to become something which a person's focused on. In everything he does, the whole time. It sounds like it's asking for a lot. But the emphasis is it's not. Because to force yourself to think about something, the whole time, everything you do is very difficult. It's extremely difficult. Uh, you know, I see this, as a mashkiach, I often see this, uh, when Bakrim decide they have to be masmidim. So I um, have to think about learning the whole time. Right? It's very, very difficult. It's hard enough to think about learning the whole time during Sailor. Right? But also when you're going and walking around outside, and also when you're eating, and also when you're doing other things. Right? It's, it, it, in my words, I would say, the virtues of Fordism the impossible. Oh, but there were people who did. There were people who did. Dorimir says, again. What's the answer? Oh, what's the answer? It didn't come from forcing himself to do it. That's what he wanted to talk about. That was on his mind. That's what he was thinking about. So he made it. And that came into every conversation. And David says again, I was in a meeting of other kings. I was in some kind of state setting. And what's, what, David, what are you thinking about? What's was in the Rashi. It wasn't something which he had to force himself to, to focus on. Other rabbi, that, that's what he was thinking of. That was interested in him. If I have a topic which is interesting to me, that's something I'm always thinking about. So I'm, I'm always ready to talk about it. It doesn't, it doesn't need avoid it. It doesn't need me to work hard, so to speak, to, to have to channel my thoughts into this. We made that from thinking about it. That's what interests me. 
And that's what I'm saying. The idea that a person has to put his magubatim magamasa, his whole focus, his direction, his rotten into one thing, his whole life, isn't as hard as it sounds. It's because it's not being done with fear. It's not like I'm forcing myself to do something. Adarabha, if I have a rotten for something, then naturally that's what I want to do. So how do you develop rotten? Oh. Yeah, so that's the question. How do you develop rotten? That's probably the next question which has to be asked. So, the first thing I want to say is the shtick on the khana. And that is, if a person wakes up and says, you know, actually, I don't have a rotten. Uh, it's not a tragedy. It's not like a person has to be born with a rotten and he'll never get one. A person can develop a rotten. A person can develop a rotten. And uh, then the kudah is that when a person develops a rotten, now he's built himself something that he's going to focus on. Not, again, not by force, but because he wants to. The, you say the heard from Bashem. And that is, he said, we don't have a tefill of past mother b'tayr. We don't have a tefill of past mother b'tayr. There's no nusach tefill that Hashem help us be able to be mashkin into the yam of Alayla. We have a different Twitter. We have a Twitter for Avas Torah. So, he said that we have a Twitter for Avas Torah. He says because the way to get there is through Avas Torah. If a person wants to learn, so automatically we'll think about it then. That's what he's interested in. But a, a, a Mahalak which is going to be that I force myself to do is, is not going to work. The, the focus on, I'm just going to tell you the example, but the, wherever the Ratan is, the focus isn't on the on the Hechrach, on the, on the Kfir. It doesn't go. The focus has to be on the, on the Ratan. That's what I want to do. And you made it. You made it, I do it. You made it, I do it. When it's what I want to do, so you made it. It's something which interests me. It's something which is I think about. It's something which I'm, I'm involved in. And therefore, the Yisrael is to work on, on the Ratan for something. Because once he has that, so you made it, becomes something that becomes a part of him. No, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. What I'm saying is the important first step is to develop the Ratsan. We don't do things but clear. We work with developing the Ratsan, and you matter a person wants to. Now the question is how are we going to develop the Ratsan? Give them some a chance. That's exactly what he's going to explain. The whole first paragraph is this point. He gave an introduction, and he tells you a person should know he's here to do his job, and a person has to focus on that. This should be what a person is focusing on his whole life. And now the question is, how do you do that? How do you build this focus? How do you build this? That's what he's going to explain. That's going to be the whole first program. This is to show him is the koyach of how to build the rotsim. I'm going back to something else. We said before. Bahama says, Mr. Shah is a ladder. It's a ladder. Each level brings to the next one. He brings the Gemara of Pichas Binyar, that's what he built the whole sefer on. But we have a progression. Or a stage, a number of stages. And each one is, is, brings the stage after it. So here is brings the Zerizus, that brings to the Kios, that brings to Precious. We go the whole, the whole way after, the whole way after that until eventually it gets to the top of the ladder. whatever you want to say, the top of the ladder is. Now I'll ask you a question. The person who's starting off, the person starting off at the bottom. What's he looking at? He's looking at one rung up, or he's looking at the top. There's a lot of rungs to get there. Is my focus then to be there? I'm starting to show him. Right now, my focus is Zahiris. 
When I get to there, then my focus changes. It becomes resist. And now my focus is one more step. Or not? My focus is Kedusha. Just a lot of steps to get to Kedusha. But the focus is there. Sorry? It's a nice shot. But I want to explain the two sides a little bit better. And then uh, we'll explain what the Nafkamin is. Then I'll have to go on to the question also. Right. What's, firstly, so what's the difference between the two studies? There's a... I'm just giving the Sister Charm's ladder as a dogma. But it could be in anything. When a person makes a Ratsan, is it meant to be for the next thing on the horizon, so to speak, his next project, his next achievement? That's what I'm focusing on right now. When I get there, now I'll reassess. And I'll decide what my next step is. So right now I'm learning uh, the dogma, Misachas Bav My focus is finishing Bav Metzir. I finish that, now I think what I want to do next. Ivamus, Ksuvos, who knows? Zvachim. Right, so now it becomes my next focus. And it's, now there's always a short term. It's like the step, next step that I'm going to do, that's what I'm working on right now. Or do you say, no, my focus in learning is the whole shas, Kora Torah Kura. It takes time, understandably. I can't do it in one day. It takes time to learn Kora Torah Kura, but it's all part of a process, which is that that's the goal. It's a much bigger goal. Okay, yeah. This yeah. is 100% true. He said very well also. I would just add it with one more chazal, which I often talk about. As a pasuk in Shashir, I've said many times, the pasuk says, Libaftini Hashem is talking to Jewish people, and he says, Libaftini, you've captured my heart. It's an interesting construction of a Hebrew word. Libaftini, you've captured my heart. So Hashem says, the Jewish people, you captured my heart. How? Libaftini ba'achas me'enayich. You captured my heart with one of your eyes. The person has two eyes. But we captured Hashem's heart with one eye. The Gemara in Shabbos, what does it mean? How do you capture Hashem's heart with one eye? So the Gemara says, it's nice of Nishma. When it's nice of Nishma, that we capture Hashem's heart with one eye. So the Gemara asks, okay, where's the second eye? And the Gemara says, when we accepted the Torah. The nice Nishma came first. And then after the second letter, that's the second time. There are two very important events in Jewish history. But what's the good with two eyes? Why is this one eye and why is it the other eye? And the answer is, why does a person need two eyes? You can see with one eye. You can see colors, you can see people, you can recognize things. Oh, what you need two eyes for is depth. You can otherwise things that look two-dimensional. It's only you see what's more distant and what's more close, you need two eyes. And that's exactly what the Apostle says. That's a Matthias. That's a Matthias. That's a Matthias. Two eyes give you depth, give you perspective. That's what Chazal is saying. When HaKadosh Baruch offered us a Torah, what did Hashem offer us? Recently, Memlechas Kalim, Rukar Kalish, what Hashem is showing you is the distance. These are the end points. Memlechas Kalim, Rukar Kalish, Olam Abba, Amskula, what all this is going to be, is that's the end point. That's the end point. And when we said nice to the Nishmas, we're agreeing to the plan that Hashem wants for us to eventually become. So Hashem says to us, Libaftini ba'achas Yisrael, you captured my heart with one eye. You were only looking at the distance, at the goal, at the end point. But on that we made the bris with Hashem. On that we made the bris with Hashem. We agreed to become Hashem because of what, the, what we want to become as a result. But it's the second eye. 
And the second day is all the small steps you need to get there. And that is when you got the Torah. Because when you get the Torah, now it's told us how you get up in the morning, how you wash your hands, and how you get dressed, and what you do all day. And everything is a small step. What do I need to do next? That's the second day. That's a, that's a close-up perspective. That's the close-up perspective. Now I have to think step by step what I need to do. You have the one eye which looks, that's what I want to get to. There's the second one which takes, which looks at each step. That's the Pasuk in Mishnah. The Pasuk says, Einecha l'neichach yabitu, v'afapecha yashiru negdecha. Einecha l'neichach. What's the opposite part? So you just look wait in the distance. V'afapecha yashiru negdecha. So you make the, the way in front of you straight. That it's, I can see the next step to take. And if you think about it, this is an exact parallel of Jewish marriage of today. We know that a Jewish marriage today has a Kiddushin in Israel. What's the Kiddushin? What happens? A couple, after they engage, can't live with each other. They're still also to each other. And better still, what, what happens? A Kiddushin is in a connection. It's, in the, it's an agreement. That's when there's a Kenyan. On what? Have they tried living together? Have they seen if he likes her cooking, if she likes her cleans the house? What, what are they writing? And what? The condition is on the goal. It's not what are we getting married for? What do we want to achieve in marriage? We have the same goals in that. If we have the same direction, we have the same goals, we have the same mashkafa sachayim, good. So there's a basis for a relationship. That's the condition. It's only after Nisuyan that you're actually living together on a day to day basis. Now, who's going to take out the garbage and who's going to pay the bills and who's going to make sure the food and whatever else is going to be? Those are all the small steps. That's the same thing. It's the second eye. But no one gets married to think, well, one second, we have a good relationship because you'll cook and I'll clean, whatever it's going to be. Right? That's the second point. When you have a goal together, now it's just a question of how we're going to work together to achieve that goal. And it's the same thing. We didn't makabal the Torah because Hashem told us this is the Shulchan Aruch. We makabal the Torah to the goal Hashem wanted us to become. Now, what's the way to get there? Now we have to look at all the steps. That's the second time. We're looking at all the steps. How are we going to do it? Svevata said many, many times because it's a big insight. But the insight is, is Nagai here also. Mr. Shun tells you, what's the goal? That doesn't change. The goal is the long term, not the next step I need to take. The goal is the long term. Where do I want to get to with everything? What's the end point going to be? Now, everything else is just the mahalach. How am I going to get there? And that's why it applies to Bechalash Omel. If a person's thinking like this, so of course, when they're getting dressed, they think they're getting dressed. And they're putting on sits, they're putting on sits. And they're one, they're thinking about fitting. And when they're learning, they're thinking about the sugya. That's all looking close up. What am I doing right now? Take a step back a second. What's the goal? What are you doing it for? I'm doing it to get to the end point. I'm doing it to achieve the, the, the result I want to achieve. If I'm just looking close up, what I need to do right now, you're right. If I spend the day dreaming about the end point, I'll never get there. Of course, I need to focus on what I'm doing. But everything I'm doing, it's always with the goal in my mind. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get somewhere. Those are the two halakim of the ratzim. The ratzim has to be based on what a person's working towards. Working towards and other. And that's what gives them the motivation to keep getting there. That's only the first part. The mindset is also the part of focusing what I need to do next. But that doesn't be, replace the ratzim. That's just the next step in how to achieve that ratzim. Well, so we've explained the two started. Now, the question is, what's the nafkimina? What's the nafkimina? It's poshet. It's poshet. If the ratzim is big, then that gives the person the drive to get somewhere. If the ratzim is small, then I slow down. If I know that I have to finish the entire shas, kola terukola, so hurry up, there's lots to do. So yes, right now I'm learning this, I'm learning this stuff. Right? But lemaisa, 
there's, uh, there's much more waiting. Keep going. Whereas if my only focus is what I'm doing right now, I don't, then I don't, I don't my, my horizon contracts. I, okay, but right now, this is what I'm interested in. I don't, I don't have the, horizon, the same guidance of what I want to achieve. Because I'm Because I'm Now, and that's the same thing in here also. When we talk about the, the tachlis, which is going to explain to us in the Surah Tamarah, of what a person is meant to do with life, it doesn't become that a person gets that tachlis at the end. He has to start with that tachlis from the beginning. Because I realize I have to get to Kedusha, I have to get to Kirvus Hashem, I have to get to Elam Abba, whatever you want to say the tachlis is. I have to get to Shlemus. Why do we start from the end? We should know what Kedusha is. Um, no, I'm saying that's our goal, so we should know what our goal is. So that's what he's going to explain right now. That, that's peregrition. Peregrition is to explain what the goal is. And now he's going to explain that when he gets to Kedusha, it's just to explain the step by step of how to do, how to do get there. But the goal is going, going to explain right now from the beginning already. Because that, that's, that's what we have to have Merosh. That's what we have to have Merosh. So, that's what we want to talk about tonight. The goal that uh, Rotson doesn't, the person isn't born with it, doesn't wake up with something. It's something the person has to develop. And that's what we're going to learn. He's going to teach us how, how, how we do it, how we're going to develop that goal.